This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. It is the final day of May, Tuesday the 31st, and we're talking Brewers baseball today with Brewers reporter Adam McKelvey. And Adam, this uh, Milwaukee team riding pretty high with a five wins in six games heading into Memorial Day, but they ran into a brick wall, and that brick wall was named uh, Carlos Martinez. The Cardinals uh, cruised yesterday to a 6 nothing win. In watching the game, Adam, was it a matter of Martinez just being completely dominant and relatively untouchable or more of a case of just missed opportunities for the Brewers at the plate. No, I mean, this was dominant Carlos Martinez, which was a big deal for the Cardinals because he had been very bad in May. And he capped his month with a really great performance, eight innings um, from Brewers base runners, but not a ton of hard contact. And it just continued this, this trend for the Brewers. They just cannot beat the Cardinals. Uh, they have lost 29 of the last 39 between the two teams at Miller Park. And you think back, I, I, I think back to 2011 when these teams met in the NLCS. That year they were even, they had an even record against each other, I think down to the run. It was like a run or two separated the two teams. You could not have had two more evenly matched teams, but things have certainly gone in a different direction. And this was a Brewers team that had won five of six, yes, against the Braves and Reds, but they're pitching better. They, they felt like they were on a little bit of roll, and they just got absolutely whacked by Carlos Martin. Yeah, just one of those nights, and I believe it dropped them to five games under 500. But for a team that, you know, you needed a GPS to find 500 for, you know, the majority of the season, now they're within striking distance. So these these losses start to hurt a little bit more. But two more games with the Cardinals uh, to wrap up the series before they head to Philly for four. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But uh, Jonathan Lucroy, Adam, had one of the very few hits that Carlos Martinez gave up on Monday, and it was actually the first time in four games that he did not have multiple hits or multiple RBIs, for that matter. I believe he tied a franchise record held by Robin Younts uh, for the most consecutive games with at least three RBIs. So he's been swinging a red-hot bat lately. But off the field, you had a great article about the personal, the, the very deep personal meaning that Memorial Day has to Jonathan Lucroy, if you can kind of elaborate on that a little bit. Yeah, well, this is a guy who always has had interest in the military. He says he was a History Channel family, or grew up in a History Channel family where they watched a lot of history, um, particularly interested in World War II, and through his contact with the Brewers, has gotten involved in the Honor Flights, where they take veterans, mostly of World War II and uh, Korea, I believe some Vietnam veterans, out to Washington, D.C. for these marathon, day-long trips. If you have not seen the documentary about this, uh, it's really incredible everyone should see this uh an amazing program jonathan lucroy has taken that trip the last two off seasons grown closer to a lot of the veterans some of which are unfortunately we're losing um and he thus has an extremely personal connection and it's opened some doors for him he was uh he went to the state of the union with uh, wisconsin senator ron johnson a couple of years ago 
Uh, he uh, has won the uh, Bob Keller Axe Valor Award. He was in D.C. for that this past winter. Um, he doesn't do it for the recognition, but it, it always does feel good to write about it a little bit so people are aware of the, the things that he does uh, on the side for uh, guys who certainly deserve it. Absolutely agree. And at any point, has he discussed with you or anybody else a uh, post-baseball career involving the military or politics, or does he kind of keep hush-hush about that for now? Well, he says he has no interest in politics. I asked him that when he went to the State of the Union uh, and sat in the balcony up there. Um, zero interest in politics, but you know what? You could see him getting involved in military endeavors. He is, uh, he's a very caring guy. He's a, you know, he has a head on his shoulders. There definitely is life beyond baseball for this guy. Um, but, you know, he's, he's got a lot of baseball in front of him. I'm not sure he loves the situation the Brewers are in. You know, you talk about them being within five of 500, but still, this is not, you know, no one's looking at the standings every day. And I think that has been very tough on him. He's, as you said, he's produced, but he's really not said much about it. You know, you get the sense that he's doing his job, um, but I don't think this is his favorite season of his career. Yeah, I think that certainly goes without saying, uh, being the competitive guy and the successful guy that he is, that remains to be seen uh, if, if he's going to be one of the more attractive uh, trade chips on the market come the trade deadline in uh, late July. We will certainly see. But uh, Jonathan Lucroy, as of late, really swinging a hot bat for this Milwaukee Brewers team. And uh, on the pitching end of things, Adam, on Sunday, uh, Jimmy Nelson led the crew to a 5-4 win over the Reds in the rubber game of that series. And considering how bad the Reds have been going lately to have lost that series would not have been a good look for the for the Brewers at all. They did take two out of three. Now, I found it interesting, though, that Nelson walked a pair, only a pair, as he pitched into the eighth inning. I believe seven and a third was his final line. But it was Lucroy after the game who kind of remarked to the media that uh, Nelson was, quote, effectively wild. Now, again, he only walked two. So what did Lucroy kind of mean by saying that Nelson was effectively wild in that start? Well, Lucroy believes that this is what is fueling Jimmy Nelson's really sensational season so far. He's been the Brewers' best pitcher by a wide, wide margin and most consistent as well. Uh, and Lucroy made the case that he's effectively wild in the strike zone, if that makes any sense. And he believes opposing hitters know that. Uh, so he is throwing strikes, but he's not hitting spots. That's kind of the best way to put it. And Lucroy made the case that that makes for an uncomfortable at-bat for a hitter when you're talking about a guy throwing 95-plus with sink. Um, even if they can have a feeling where Lucroy is set up and where they think the pitch is coming, Jimmy Nelson is not always delivering the pitch to that spot. Uh, it was sort of interesting because you think of when a pitcher's on a roll that he's really pinpoint command and hitting spots, but it's, it's an example of having stuff to overcome some of your deficiencies. And if Jimmy Nelson's deficiency right now is that he's not exactly hitting his spot, he's got the stuff to get away with it, and uh, you know he's not missing far enough that it's a ball. A really interesting, I, I don't remember really having that conversation with the catcher before. Usually when a guy is effectively wild, it's the hitter chasing. Uh, that has not been the case with Jimmy Nelson. Yeah, very interesting because you hear so often that when a guy, you know, we hear it so often, a guy missed his spot whenever a pitch is crushed. Well, he missed his spot. Well, Jimmy Nelson is, is doing that with regularity, it seems. But again, as you said, his stuff has been so good that the hitter really can't get a beat on where the pitch is going or where the pitch should be. So that, that's really contributed to his effectiveness uh, so far this year. So very interesting uh, 
term and uh, explanation given by Jonathan Lucroy in the wake of another solid start by Jimmy Nelson against the Reds on Sunday in the rubber game of that series. Uh, switching back here to the offense, Adam, a few news and notes on the health front, uh, beginning with Ryan Braun. He's missed, I believe, uh, eight of the last 14 games, the last couple in particular, uh, due to a stiff neck. Now, what is the concern level here? Is it just a normal ache and, and pain, uh, especially given the other aches and pains that he's been dealing with all year? Yeah, it is. And the weird thing about it is it has been a, a series of aches and pains. He missed first a couple of games with a sore wrist. Then he missed games with the back that we've talked about, the stiff back where they needed to give him a break. Then he was ready to come back from that. And somehow in a pinch at that, he did something to his neck and the last couple of days really has lacked mobility. I talked to him on Monday afternoon. He was better, but not great. Uh, you know, you, you can look talk to a guy who has that, and, you, and you've probably experienced it yourself. I know I have. Where you just don't have full mobility, it's a very uncomfortable feeling, and that's where he's at. It is not the way you want to play baseball. And the Brewers made the decision very early on that they want to have Ryan Braun for the maximum number of games at 100%. They don't want to stretch out. For, let, let's say the number coming in was 140. I doubt he's going to be able to hit that. But, but coming in, they thought it's better to play him 140 games at full strength than, say, 150, where a, a percentage of those are in a compromised physical condition. Uh, and they have stuck with that. They, they have stuck with that strategy. And it's been difficult. There have been games where Ryan Brown has been out during this recent stretch where it, there are pinch hit situations, for example, that just scream for him. There are games where his bat would make a huge difference against a certain st opposing starter, and, and they have not bowed to forcing him in there when he's not healthy. So this is you know about winning games now and having a, a healthy and productive Ryan Braun. This is also about trade value. I talked to David Stearns, and he acknowledged that, yes, there are calls, as, as you would expect, on a guy performing at a, a level that Ryan Braun is performing this year. I don't think there's anything imminent here as we talk on May 31st. It's way too early for that. But it certainly doesn't help the Brewers that he's banged up a little bit. Uh, they are, though, staying with the strategy. They want to get him healthy before they put him in there. Now, of course, you know, it's it's easy to, you know, to kind of reconcile this strategy with your head where you say to yourself, okay, you know, I, I'm I'm not healthy and I should not be in there if I'm less than 100%. But, you know, your, your heart and your emotions are a totally different matter. So how is Braun himself kind of – coping with this where he knows you know what I'm I may only be 85 90 percent but I can play I want to get in there and I want to play so how is he dealing with that aspect of it where he knows if he's anything less than 100 he's not going to get out there on the field yeah I mean he is not a, a show player he, he's not going to be a hero in a situation that he knows is potentially detrimental to his long term and the team he's not that kind of guy so I think he is just I think he sort of shrugs his shoulders and says, look, this is just what it is. Uh, get treatment. Go through it. He's got this long routine every day. I don't think he's necessarily dying about missing these games. And, and I don't mean to say that in a bad way. I think he's just uh, one of the players who's realistic about when you can't play, you can't play. And that's just the way this game works. That's true. And uh, Braun is now 32 years of age. He's, you know, he, he's no – no rocking chair for him by any means, but again, you're, you know, 32 is not 22, so he knows that uh, aches and pains, which may have taken a day or two to shake off before, it could be a little bit longer of a process now. So uh, Ryan Braun airing on the side of caution, as are the Brewers, and we'll see what happens in the coming weeks. Now, a guy that is on the men and set to return, I believe, on Thursday, a couple of days away, is Will Smith. Now, of course, in his absence in the closer's role, 
Jeremy Jeffress has been near flawless, uh, I believe, a 10 first, first 10 before his first hiccup in the closer's role. So, you know, the age-old question, you know, should a guy ever lose his position due to injury, no matter how well the replacement is faring, which direction do you think that Craig Council is going to go here? Yeah, this is a weird one. I mean, I don't think they take Jeremy Jeffress out of the closer's role. That, that's my guess. Um, what helps Craig Council, if he does find himself in a position where there's a situation that screams for Will Smith in the ninth inning. Will Smith and Jeremy Jeffers are like best friends. Like you've never seen best friends like these best friends. And I, I think that there, there would, it would be less of an issue than uh, most other situations. But I do still believe, as you said, Jeremy Jeffers is pitching so well. I don't think you take him out of that role. You'll want to ease Will Smith in anyway. Um, I don't think his first outing is going to be a one nothing game in the eighth inning against the Cubs. I think they're going to want to ease him in in other uh, ways, so that buys a little bit of time as well. And until Jeremy Jeffers shows signs that he can't handle that ninth inning, I, I think he's going to continue to be the guy. Well, no matter what the configuration is, that's going to be a huge, huge boost for that uh, bullpen with uh, Will Smith coming back on Thursday. And, uh, Adam, to wrap up here, two more with the Cardinals uh, beginning uh, tonight, Tuesday at Miller Park, and then the crew on the road for four in Philly against the uh, Flyers, wrong sport, Phillies team. There we go. We're talking baseball. That's really uh, surprised a lot of people around Major League Baseball this year. What are you keeping an eye on for these next uh, six or seven games here between the Cardinals and the Phillies? Well, with the Phillies, it's it's great pitching. Uh, the Cardinals are not pitched as well, which is a, you know, a new way of going about it. They're scoring a lot of runs and not pitching great. Carlos Martinez uh, aside yesterday. Um, it, it What I see is a Brewers team getting its bullets back because you mentioned Will Smith. Soon thereafter, they're also going to get Corey Knable back to the bullpen, who isn't certainly a household name, but was penciled in for a big seventh or eighth inning role with this team, a big power arm. They're getting Domingo Santana back at some point in Philadelphia, probably on Friday. He's beginning a rehab assignment as we speak tonight, three games. So he'll be back in right field. You know, they hope, obviously, to have Ryan Braun back, certainly by that weekend series in Philadelphia. So uh, they've played uh, well, better lately. And now they're getting some pieces back that they had penciled in going into the season as real big parts of their team. So um, I think that's something to kind of keep an eye on. Some challenging roster moves probably this weekend in Philadelphia because there are guys, particularly in the bullpen, who have pitched really, really well and uh, helped the Brewers cover uh, the, the losses of Will Smith and Corey Knavel and, and be one of the best bullpens in the game, especially over the last month or so and and some of those guys might have to go down just because there's a number crunch and adam uh, one quick note to wrap up on as you mentioned to me before we kind of hit the uh the podcast airwaves here the brewers are parting ways today uh tuesday with their rule five draft pick if i heard you correct yeah colin walsh you know he had some of the weird uh, the weirdest statistics i've ever seen in major league baseball a batting average below 100 but an on base over 300 he just did not swing the bat enough he had you know, he walked a lot. That was great, but he didn't swing the bat enough, and they parted with him. He will probably go back to the A's. He has to clear waivers first. Probably go back to the A's, and the Brewers did this because they claimed Neil Ramirez, another reliever off waivers from the Cubs, a veteran-type guy, a right-hander. So he'll join that bullpen as well. Um, uh, Colin Walsh was, if anything, fascinating <laughs> because he put up statistics that you have to go way, way back to, to find a guy that amassed the number of plate appearances that he did and had this kind of dichotomy in batting average versus on-base percentage. A fascinating guy, uh, one that they debated within the clubhouse itself. The coaches had lots of talks about this guy. 
and it's, you know, do you value, it, it, it's like, do you value on base percentage? Yes, but to what point? At some point, you do have to swing the bat, and he was unable or unwilling to do that, so he'll go probably back to the A's lineup next year. Well, he, he clearly had a batting eye, that's for sure, with the OBP over 300, but as you said, at some point, you got to swing the stick a little bit, and uh, Mr. Walsh, uh, unfortunately, could not do that. Uh, Adam McKelvey, we appreciate the knowledge on this Tuesday afternoon. We'll do it again at this time next week. In the meantime, Matt Wehmeyer signing off for MLB.com Extras, Milwaukee Brewers. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.